Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. That's a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. On the phone. Already on the phone. The, uh, literally, the moment I started introducing us, you no, picked up your phone. No, because I see there's this blue light on right here. Mm-hmm. That means my phone is connected. Oh, because last time we recorded, yes. you were So connected. if I get a text, it's going to come through no matter what. Okay, good. Or call. We won't hear it because the volume's low. Oh. So that's why I'm turning Bluetooth off. Okay. And now it's off. All right. So now we will not be disturbed. Okay, well, thank you, Jimmy. Thank so you for I, prioritizing. You know, and, and apologize for calling me out like that. Well, no, I was just asking a question. No, you were not. All I, did, on the phone. all I did was, well, I guess know, it you, was a statement. It yeah, wasn't, you know, it wasn't yeah, a question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, FYI, yeah. you've been kind of doing that this morning. Yeah, this morning, just, yeah. Of just okay. coming at right. me. And I wasn't coming at you. You were being sensitive. No, no, no. I was like, so what's the thing? Yeah. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways, you know, this is how I know you're the podcast wife because I simply say something and you interpret it like he's yelling at me. Oh, that's a podcast wife thing. Okay, I did interpret yeah, okay. as yelling. <laughs> All right, I and cannot I was, listen. See, see, I was see, not, see, see how the the man right the, here. The, you, the you see how the podcast mm-hmm. husband yeah. is just, able to be self reflective. Just admitted that he's the podcast wife. It doesn't make any sense. Don't, 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 don't talk about it. It doesn't make sense. All right, so thank you for taking care of that. And we want to give a huge thank you to our All Access members. Oh, man. Goodness sakes, man. You guys Thank you guys responded. for that support. For the, just for the notes, for yep. the encouragement, yep. you know, how you're finding it. Like that, 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 that's really like been a blessing to us. If you're unfamiliar, All Access is our exclusive content that we're putting out uh, for, for members, people that want to support the podcast so that we can do even more. Um, you know, we want to do video. We want to do a lot of stuff. And so all access support is going to enable us to do that. And so we're putting out five brief devotionals uh, Monday through Friday. And yeah. uh, people are responding well to that. And plus we have Banter of Truth. that drops on Tuesdays. Yeah, which people is are liking that banter. Long form, hanging out, talking about yeah. whatever. So we've been talking about uh, getting more, you know, maybe get a couple of people, uh, some guests on Banter of Truth. Yep. Let them kind of banter as well. Mm-hmm. Let them just go ahead and be relaxed. And uh, yeah, because it's, it's a bit more of a freeing conversation. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, yeah, because like we talk about stuff. Well, listen, we're always ourselves. We're we're always a hundred, but on banter of truth, we're one hundred and twenty. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're. You know what? You yell at me every time I say, "Yeah, I got you one hundred ten percent." Like it's impossible. It's yeah, imp- and now you're one hundred twenty. Yeah, over banter of truth though. Okay, and uh, you're the math guy. You should know. There's no one hundred ten. <laughs> I know it's meta. I know it's a, it's a colloquialism, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you guys. Yeah, and they just closed. It's what's that? Colloquial. What? Is, no. Okay. Oh, that's colonial. Yeah, colonial's closed. They, there's a Did you like that? Uh, there's a restaurant. Did you that, like that? Uh, I, I like Did you that. like that though? Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy knows words. Um. So and again, thank you. It it means the world. You know, tell your friends if you're enjoying it. Share it on social media so other people can find. There's only out. one rule though. Like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Can I share? I'm not going to share yeah. it here. I'm going to share no, it on the no, thing. But you can, you can say the rule. What's the rule? The rule is whatever we talk about a banter of truth cannot be shared with our wives. Yeah. I mean, you can't. That's the whole. That's the that, that's why we actually created it. Yeah. Is to have so, an avenue of saying things we all that need, won't go back to our wives. We all need a safe space. Okay. And you know who I, I you know what? I'm talking to some of you specifically that yeah. I know are all access listeners. Yeah. Who some of you flappity flap with the lips. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew. So is, is it just Andrew? Uh, it's potentially more than just Andrew. The one I'm thinking of, yeah, is Andrew. Okay. Who are you thinking of? 
I don't know, man. I just get the impression that uh, that Mrs. Andrew. Uh-uh. No? No. She locks it down. Oh, yes. In the vault. She is locked out. Okay. Yeah, right. I ain't right. worried about Allie. Okay. All right. Uh-uh. All right. That's good. So, um, listen, big thing coming up. Our 500th episode. 500 We have <laughs> gone through nearly oh, 500. 500 episodes? It's like we just celebrated Calvin's like 500th birthday or whatever mm-hmm. a couple years ago. This is bigger. <laughs> well, what? It's not, but well oh, done. That totally is. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, we're going to do a big old juicy giveaway for our 500th episode. That's going to drop on January 28th. I can't believe we've been going this long. And strong. And You know what? And Mm -hmm. you're right. It's gotten better. And wrong. Donkey Kong. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) The only other word I could think was bong, and that's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah, we're going to do that. So um, here's what we're doing for our 500th. uh, Oh, can you talk about it now? Well, I, I thought. I, do we want to? Do I want to start to share with some of the things they're going to get fine, if they go ahead. win? Yes, but yes. Uh, but we're not. There's no way to enter yet. All right, the go giveaway ahead. starts all right, on the 28th. Right, you can tease this part. All right, so um, I will tell you this: Banner of Truth is going to send the winner a Puritan Classic box set. Whoa! That's just one of the things. So the winner is going to get quite a bit here from from more than just Banner. That's coming up. So you're going to want to, uh, you're going to want to be paying attention. And uh, for that 500th episode, you're really going to want to pay attention because you don't just get to like, oh, hey, and like it on Twitter. You're you're just going to be a little bit more involved. You're going to have to work for it. You're going to earn it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, This this box set from Banner. Otherwise, we're going to keep it for ourselves. That ain't no joke. Guess what they're not, guess who they're, guess who Banner, guess who Banner is not giving the Puritan Classic box set to? Me. Or me. We don't get one. We have to buy one. But but to our listeners, they're like, we're gonna we're gonna set them up. Uh, unless they don't do it right, then we're keeping. Then we're gonna keep. Then we're gonna. Keep it. Then we're gonna I, keep think it. I think that's fair. Banner still gets the promo. Yeah. All right. So stay tuned. More information on that coming in. Super excited. Before we get to this, I know mm. it's, we had a lot leading here, but I just I wanted to check in on you. Are you are you okay? Stop it. It's I know. Six I'm minutes. concerned. No, I'm no. Concerned. It's time. Ban- is your belly Banter okay now? Is over because we were at Banter the new facility that you're looking uh, to get into, move the company into. Yeah. And a huge Stop facility. It. Stop. But uh, you you said something. You said you weren't feeling well. All right, Joey. And you were sweating. You were visibly sweating, Joey. And you Joey. had to talk to multiple contractors Joey. and lawyers. I mean, they're all there. You're giving me the tour. That's how good of a friend you are, by uh-huh. the way. You're sick. You're busy. You're like, I'm going to give you a tour of this mm-hmm. place. And mm-hmm. you just told everybody else, hey, just sit down and be quiet. I'll go yeah, take my yeah. friend on a tour. Yeah, my I, best I, friend. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Andrew who? Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> so I'm into it. And you're like, man, I don't feel good. And I'm like, what's up, man? And you're like, I hate you. you like, I hate you so much. And Jimmy said, I ate a banana. <laughs> and I was like, Why what are you talking this? about? You're like, well, I ate a whole banana. Normally I eat a half a banana and I ate a whole banana and it's Why just not sitting that? right with me. And I'm like, first of all, bananas are not problematic. Uh, uh, they're, they're regulators. They, you know, I mean, if you're a little loose in the bowels, they they stiffen things up. If you're a little, if you're a little compacted, they they they, they loosen you up. You're right. If you're a little too loose, whatever, this, it helps you. You said you normally only eat half a banana. And I was like, what did you think? So you were, you looked miserable when I left. You look miserable. I know you're looking at banana. I'm right. Second of all, um, you told me it all was okay. What happened? Hold on. I'm looking. Uh, why do bananas cause a stomach ache? No, oh, stop. Uh, bananas don't cause stomach aches <laughs> in everyone. Uh, if you 
experience a sore stomach after eating a banana, the That's chances are you have an allergy, a digestive disorder, or an infection. Yeah, well, you don't have it. It may simply be that you're sensitive to bananas. Okay. You know what, Joey? That's not it. Uh, you were I, sweat. You were sick. Yeah, well, you felt well, nauseous. I, I had an not, allergy it's not attack. A pain. No, you didn't. I had an allergy attack. Yeah. Digestive disorder. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Listen, a banana wrecked you. You have banana belly. And, uh, Ooh, I wonder if it was the ripeness, because it was pretty ripe. Oh, goodness. People all over the yeah. world eat bananas. And most of them eat them brown, not like I know, light I used green to and yellow. Them. Oh, was it, was it because you normally you have like plantains, right? Oh, Joey. Is that, is that what it is? Oh, Joey. Is there, how, what's the Joey, difference Joey, between Joey, the plantains? Joey, Joey, I'm asking because no, I don't know. No, just, My culture is, listen. All right, we're moving on. Okay. We're moving on. What are we talking about today? <laughs> we're going to be looking at question 24 of the Baptist Catechism. Ooh, yeah. So the question is, who is the redeemer of God's elect? The only redeemer of God's elect is the Lord Jesus Christ, who, being the eternal son of God, became man, and so was and continueth to be God and man in two distinct natures, and one person forever. Awesome. Now we're actually going to do this in two parts, I think, because yeah, we, there's a lot. There's there's a lot to cover, and, and we're we're doing you know general stuff here, survey stuff. But since there is a lot to cover here, we're going to break this up into two. Now, question twenty four. You know what it follows? Question twenty three. That's correct. Oh, good. And question twenty three. <laughs> it refers to the Redeemer, right? Um, God, having out of His mere good pleasure from all eternity elected some to everlasting life did enter into a covenant of grace to deliver them out of the estate of sin and misery and to bring them into an estate of salvation by a redeemer. Mm -hmm. Now, who is this redeemer of God's elect? That's where we're at. And so when we, um, as we begin to look at this, uh, we, we want to talk about what it means that Jesus is this redeemer and that he is the eternal son of God. So this redeemer is jesus christ mm. right the, the son of god and we, we see this run throughout scripture i mean old testament and new but in new testament it's explicitly applied to the name uh jesus christ or speaking of him in romans chapter 3 verses 23 and 24 you guys know this verse um all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption mm. that is in christ jesus so that is a major emphasis throughout the New Testament, yeah. Christ's redeeming work. What is, he, what, what is he doing in his redeeming work? Well, I mean, he redeems us from our sins. Titus 2, 13 and 14, mm. waiting for a blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. I love that passage. Yeah. His redemption here is applied to you know redeeming us from our sin but it's not just guilt mm. it's not just that it is it's, it's not just like the uh, uh feeling bad about it right right like feeling bad or feeling guilty and uh and not not only just the effects of it but the actual root cause of our rebellion of our lawlessness mm. this sin in our lives that's right and it's and even then it's like it's not just he's not just redeeming us from the penalty of that sin Mm. Right. It, he's, he's like, oh, I, I'm going to redeem you out of enslavement to sin so that you begin to uh, walk in a way of, of godly of godliness. Right. Yeah. People that are zealous for good works. And in Ephesians 1, 7, right in him, in Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. So when we say that Jesus redeems us from sin, we do mean that he redeems us from the actual guilt so that we are forgiven. And we are redeemed from its power in our lives so that we are becoming 
more and more increasingly holy. Hmm. But he also redeems us from the curse of God's law, right? Yeah. Galatians chapter three, right? Yeah, uh, verse 13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, curses everyone who is hanged on a tree. So he- Antinomian. <laughs> Antinom Antinomian. Yeah. No law. No law. Uh, people talk about that, right? They, people get this idea, like I'm not under law. I'm under grace now. Oh. So I don't have to worry about that law. Now, how how has that all grace, no law worked for uh, Tulia? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you ask him? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, uh, it, listen, when, when you misunderstand the, the nature of God's law and the relationship between the law and the gospel, you get into trouble. We all do. Yeah. And, uh, like there has to be, there has to be, I mean, Proverbs talks about that, like, you know, a city without walls, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, the, like the, having boundaries and understanding what the, the boundary markers are. Uh, is really important. In the same way, like not setting up artificial boundaries that are yeah. man-made, but following God's law in that. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like, it just made me think of this. Like the, the, so we need God's law, right? Jesus doesn't redeem us from God's rules for godly living. He doesn't say like, oh, you don't need to worry about God's commands for godliness and piety. Um, and you said, like, because like those laws, they're not, they're not arbitrary. God gives us his commands so that we are safe and we glorify mm -hmm. him and we mm -hmm. walk in his ways and, and all of that. So they become walls that protect. And legalism or man-made religious laws don't protect. They're like cardboard boxes and tables turned over that kind of protect people from getting into some place. Yeah. Sort of like Chaz. Remember yeah, Chaz? Yeah, I remember Chaz. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if, if anybody really wanted to get in there and like they could just go in and, yeah. and and if the authorities were like hey hey guys what you're doing is wrong and uh, we're just going to come in and eventually they did they, they they took it back your your little barriers of boxes and shopping carts aren't going to do the trick yeah 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 so but jesus redeems us from the curse of the law that's the point yeah. the curse of the law condemnation and he, yeah and he secures our future redemption right mm -hmm. romans 8 23 and not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, mm. the redemption of our bodies. So, Wait, what? I thought we were redeemed. We're already redeemed. I don't understand. How are we awaiting for redemption if we're already redeemed? Uh, because you still sin. Yeah. So so Jesus didn't redeem us? Uh, already not yet. <laughs> I was trying to think like, what's the most cliche saying? But it's good. That's good. I think that George Eldon Ladd coined that, I think. Um, yeah, this is really good because we do tend to talk mostly about our redemption in Jesus that we currently have. Yeah. Forgiveness of sins, delivered from the power of sin, yep. all of that, and the, and the curse of God's law. But this points us towards the future, right? Because- It ain't done. No, we, we, we wait eagerly with creation yeah. for the redemption of our bodies. And there are other passages, passages in scriptures where, where Paul says mm. himself that we, uh, we look forward to our redemption. So yes, just exactly what you said, Jimmy, we, it is already here, yeah. but it is not yet full. I mean, and one of the things like we, we look forward to it, right? Like mm. we look forward to that, that new body, you yeah. know, that, that body that can eat a whole banana. <laughs> because man, <laughs> that, that is all I'm asking, Lord. Lord, give me a body that can eat a whole banana. Here's the thing: in the new creation, mm -hmm. it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Now there will definitely be plantains. I think. No, I'm not. Follow me here. Okay. But I'm the bananas that you and I eat here, 
those are like domesticated banana. Like those have been cultivated yeah. and changed. Those and don't that's just, why it hurts. It's just natural. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not, it's not, it's, it's you like know, what's that, really upsetting me is after reading that thing about the banana and like mm -hmm. the allergy and all that, yeah. uh, I make fun of my wife all the time because For? she called, she's been saying since I first met her that she's allergic to bananas. And I'm like, you're a liar. Yeah. How can you be? It's like, it's the softest, most gentle fruit. I'm like, and you know, I would like sneak banana. You just kind of put it, it in stuff. Put it in this stuff. Yeah. And she's like, ah, something's a bit off. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> and like, but now I'm like. Now you're thinking she's. So are, are your tummy pains, sympathy pains then? Is that what, is that what you're going through? <gasps> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you're that. not allergic. You just love your wife so much. You're so connected. That's it, Joey. Mm -hmm. that, that's cool. it. Go. All that's right. it. All right. We got you. We got you. Thank you, buddy. So when we're talking about our redemption, really, Jesus is so connected to our redemption that he is our redemption in first Corinthians 1 30 Paul says and because of him you are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God righteousness and sanctification and redemption he is our redemption by the way great sermon on first Corinthians 1 30 by George Whitfield look it up you will like it but the only redeemer of God's elect is the Lord Jesus Christ, who, being the eternal son of God, became man. So let's talk a little bit about this, this son of God business, okay. because uh, this is really significant and you can do a deep dive on this. In fact, we're going to be promoting some books that you can read. Some are a bit easier to read, smaller, simpler, and then others are going to be a bit more robust. So you can check those out in the show notes, but we can start with 1 John 5.20, and we know that the son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true in his son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Mm. So when we start to consider what it means that Jesus is the son of God, we're talking about his eternality and his nature. We're talking about his, his deity, his divinity and all of that. Yeah. So as you're talking about eternality, I mean, John 1, uh, 1 to 3 and verse 14, mm. uh, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God and things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. And the word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the father, full of grace and and truth, right? So in the beginning was the word. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about creation, we're looking at, at Genesis or even Colossians talks about this. All things are, yep. are created and sustained through him, uh, that Jesus is not just, uh, uh, or God, the son, right? So, uh, is, is not just in this one finite moment of time, right? But he has always been, always been the son, always been the word. He didn't become the son. Mm -hmm. Um, in fact, if, if I'm not mistaken, Ooh, here we go. If I'm not mistaken, John MacArthur's old commentary on Hebrews denied the eternality of the sonship. You of might Jesus be, Christ. you might be mistaken. Nope, I'm not. And uh, they've changed it since. Okay. But, okay. Uh, how, but how bizarre. How bizarre. Hmm. You make a claim about Johnny Mac and we can't substantiate it. Oh, yeah. We how can. bizarre. You want me to substantiate it right now? Yep. Okay. That's a, that's a, that's John a pretty bold claim. MacArthur. I, uh, I want this cleared I, up. I know because I read it. Mother, yeah, yeah, son yeah. of God, Hebrews. Okay, that's yeah. what I just typed in. Yeah, Google. I used to read books about like a bunny that was a vampire. So let's go ahead and Okay, not so this is uh, from the Grace to You website. Is it true that John MacArthur has ever reversed his position on the eternal sonship of Christ? Answer, yes. Here's a statement from John. I want, I'll read the statement. Go about ahead. his views on that issue. 
Near the end of his life, Augustine of Hippo meticulously reviewed everything he had ever published. He wrote an entire catalog of his own works, painstakingly annotated bibliography with hundreds of revisions and amendments to correct flaws. Okay, just get to the point where you're talking about. Uh, the book titled Retractions is a powerful evidence of Augustine's humility and zeal for truth. Not one of his earlier publications escaped the more mature theologian's scrutiny. Okay. We, we get what you're doing. You're setting yourself yeah, to yeah, say, yeah, I, I had the change too, which is fine, which is good. Which is good. I like it. I've I like often it. wished for the opportunity to review and amend all my own published material, but I doubt I'll ever have the time or energy, of course. MacArthur's prolific. He writes a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in this day, ba ba ba. wish I could. Oh my gosh, it's so long. Okay, it's like either, a long way, either way, then you're fine. You're I was right. right. All right. Okay, all right. I have right. abandoned the doctrine of incarnational sonship, which is what he used to hold to. Well then, I uh, would like to say on the record, yep. Joey was right. You were right. Mm -hmm. And yep. MacArthur was right. Is right. Is right. Was no, wrong. But no, but he was, he was right to see how wrong he was yes. and to change it. Yep. And then to explain. Right. I, I respect that. Yep. I totally respect I, that. I respect that. Good on you, yep. Johnny Mac. Aye, aye. We should all be willing to amend Correct. our doctrine as we grow because none of us have perfect theology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a good example. All right. Uh, what were we talking about? It's, you know, sunshine. No, I don't know. I, I was uh, trying to save John MacArthur so from your- you Don't need to save- Jesus saves to, John. Okay? I was trying to save John from your uh, scrutiny. Okay. So uh, he is eternally the son. Um, and his sonship does speak to his deity. We already saw this with what you just read in John 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. But also uh, John 5, 18, quote, This was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. And listen, we've got many passages in, in 1 John, in the Gospels, uh, Paul's epistles, where he explicitly says that Jesus is God, right? God yeah. in the flesh, um, the exact imprint of his nature. So to talk about the, the, the sonship of Jesus is speaking to that particular issue. Mm. And sonship is only found in Jesus. You don't, you, I mean, there's a sense in which we become the sons of God, but it's not in the same way that Jesus no. is. No, he is the only son of God. And that's because salvation is found in the son of God and the one only son of God, John 20, 31. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Salvation mm. is not found in us as sons of God, but in the son of God, that is the only place for of our redemption and salvation. I love it. It's one of my favorite verses, John 20, 31. I remember uh, the first time it was probably pointed out to me that you see John is actually saying why he wrote this stuff down, like why the gospels were written so that you would believe and by believing have salvation, mm -hmm. have life. It's so cool. And then the other passage that I think about is from Matthew 16 and Peter's confession, where it says, now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the son of man is? And they said, well, some say, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah and others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. Like mm. Peter, Peter is like us and, and like John, right? Like John made a mistake on that mm. one doctrine back in the day. Yeah, I'd say like, yeah, he's like, like Peter screwed us up a lot. Yeah. But I love him when he and I love him. And but when he gets it right, it's not because he's smart. It's not because he's intuitive. It's because, oh, no, no. The Father revealed this to you. This yeah. is not something that you yeah. can discern on your own. The Father made this known to you. 
And this is our confession. Like every Christian confesses this, that Jesus is the son of God. Now, next week, we're going to we're going to we're going to get more. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're going we'll to do the second half of question 24. But here's what we want to encourage you to check out. Look at our show notes for links to um, our affiliate links to these these books, A Christian's Pocket Guide to Jesus Christ, An Introduction to Christology by Mark Jones, Name Above All Names by Alistair Begg and Sinclair Ferguson. That's a cool pairing. That's a good one. Yeah. And then The Person of Christ. This is a bit more academic. The Person of Christ. It's from the Contours of Christian Theology line of books by Donald McLeod. Mm. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoFoStore.com and grab some of that gear. You know what else is also at the uh, website? Banana Boy. Why? Hashtag Banana Boy. Why? Yeah. Don't do that. Tag Jimmy. And send him your favorite banana that. pictures Why and gifts. Why would you do that? Banana Boy. Go ahead. <sighs> We have all access. Oh, yes. All yeah. You know what? Access. Doesn't you, you don't have access to bananas or they don't have access to your <laughs> digestive tract or something. Is, they don't like I don't like it. The people want to get into the all access, Jimmy, uh, and get all the extra content. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would it it's what? It's uh five, six extra six episodes ex- a week. Per week. Extra. Six, Twelve. That's twenty-four episodes, an extra did twenty-four you carry, episodes a month. Did you, is is that right? Yeah. If you get six a week, six, six 12, 24. Four weeks. Six. What's six times four, Joey? <laughs> anyway, six and six. So six, 12, that's two weeks. And then I just doubled it because there's four. Oh, okay. There's, you didn't do four. You did. You went three times. And I was like, wait a minute. You that's went not six three four. times. That's you not went, three you times. You went six, 12, 24. Yeah. You, I'm just saying like, you, I thought you were doing by week. So it'd be six, 12, 18, 24. I just jump right off do the math. Yeah, I can't do it math that fast. <sighs> DrVoucher.com slash all access. All right, we got some blog posts, yeah, some we video do. content. Mm-hmm. Later.